welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... Yep, we're also known as the Vibe of Thrive. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. If you ever want to listen to more of the Dr. Pat Show or find out what's going on, um, sign up for our newsletter. Go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. Or you could simply go to drpatlive.com. I think you could also go to drp.com. Whatever Benny has called me in the past six years, you could probably call me that and find me on the website. And probably a lot I can't say on the air. Probably a lot I can't say on the air. It because happens. this is not internet talk radio only. Right. Good spin. Right. Internet yep. talk yep. radio, I found out a couple days ago, Benny, you can pretty much like... You can say pretty much anything you want. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's not like a good... Co- and then I've got to edit everything out, you know. Right. For playback. Yeah. For playback. Because we may have to play it back here. Yeah. Which is real radio. And Not to say, well, I say real radio, more like terrestrial radio versus internet radio. And it's like, what's up with like doing that on my show? <laughs> we don't have a show like that. Uh, but the bottom line is that um, we're really cool with all of it. Just go to the drpatshow.com, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get to find out a whole lot of things. We're going to kick off the show. We got a great show for you today. We actually have an in studio guest, which is super cool. She's joining us here today. We're going to show you a flash of the book, so just hold on in a minute. And actually, well, let's just, we'll just show them the book. Like, how do I do that around here. my thing there? There you go. Okay. We'll just do this. Yay! That's <laughs> what happens when you have long arms. It's good. And you don't have this thing in front of you, right? It's a boom. It's a boom. Sarah Taylor's joining us here today. We're going to be talking about vegan in 30 days. Get healthy, save the world. And she's actually in studio. Wave to everybody because that's a little camera Wait, out there. save the world like Superwoman. <laughs> save the world! Yeah, I think she can too. Uh, so we're going to be having a great conversation with her. We're going to talk about her book. We're going to talk about much more. But as we promised we would with all of the shows, we're going to kick this off with a card. Would you like to pull a card today? Oh, okie dokie. Okay. You want to shuffle them then? Sure. Okay. My Texas Hold'em days. Woo! <laughs> we're going to pull that. Uh-oh. I heard him shuffle. Right. Every, can you all hear him? That's what I do. Shuffling the deck? I don't think I can do it in the air. I'm going to wait. Can, can you do it in the, the air? I'll see. What? Do you think he's got it? I almost had it. Do you, do, sorry, I still have quite. I'm a, I was thinking too hard on it. I'm Hang waiting on. for a 52 card pickup here. I'm yeah. like waiting for it too. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I did it. All there right, up in the air. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Let's go okay. With this one. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow, that's no, no. a jumper. Nope. You gotta, no, no. Oh, I no, no. already picked one. Too but late. You gotta nope. look for the card that jumped out late. of the deck. Nope. Too late. I can't do oh, it. Oh, look, now all my superstitions show look at this. up. <laughs> Putting it right back in the middle of the deck. It's a magician's oh. trick. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. All right, Pat. Deal with it. <laughs> 
Okay. Pros- Call my therapist. <laughs> Prosperity law number 57. I take care of my physical well-being, well-being and strive towards balance and serenity. Read the back, too. Don't forget. Right, let me repeat it once, okay, uh, yeah. once more. Okay, everybody. Here you go. I take care of my physical well-being and strive towards balance and serenity. The back of the card. Your body is a vehicle with which you experience the world. Take care of your health on all levels. You will discover and create more joy and prosperity within and without. Your health is your greatest wealth. Thank you, Mr. Benny. I'll pull the other one out later. Yeah, we're going to have fun today. (laughs) I know, right? Well, I got to tell you, everybody, Sarah's in the house, Sarah Taylor. She's the owner of The Vegan Next Door, and that's a company that's dedicated to bringing the vegan diet to mainstream Americans. And this is being brought to you in an easy and fun way. So hopefully today, one of the things that we'll do is we'll kind of bust through the myth around what vegan means and talk about uh, what the benefits are, what Sarah has learned. She has uh, been someone that's been on a, a journey to help all of us take that step into finding out how to live vitalistically. We've got a copy of her book here today, and we're going to be talking with her about much more. But we also have two other copies to give away. And I don't, do we have Miss Valerie in? Oh, yeah. Miss Valerie will be in the other room. And she, hello, Valerie. And she'll be picking up the phones for everyone today. But we're going to start off this. Sarah, thank you for, welcome to the show. So, you know, I'm we're having a little fun here. I hope you don't mind. It is fun. I'm really glad <laughs> I came in in person. Uh, well, we do have fun. And, you know, what we talk about, though, is really important as well. What is it that got you on the track, um, the vegan track? Now, I noticed you went to school in, you went to Cornell University. Well, is that I, right? I or? just finished a certificate in plant-based okay. nutrition at Cornell. Okay, got it. So uh, tell me what uh, got you started in the whole deal. You know, I'm just going to have to say it was vanity. <laughs> and it didn't really start out that way. I'll tell you. Well, here's how it happened. We have to find you're so vain. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah. hey, what's this Internet camera? I mean, if I'd known I was going to be on the Internet, I might have showered this morning. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. That's okay. <laughs> um, no, when I say vanity, what happened was when I first got married, like many people I'm sure can, can relate to this, my husband and I both put on about 10 pounds. And I yeah, did not each. like that. Yeah. Each. Yeah, yeah, each. Let's that's be clear really, about that. That's really tricky when you guys do it together. I know. I, I know. We're just feeding off each other's bad habits. It was pretty <laughs> ugly. Um, I, we would probably go through about three bags of Oreos in, in a given week. And so um, we were, dry, you know, I, I was really getting upset about this, and it was really starting to bother me because I was a bit vain back then. And, and I just thought, you know, I really need to take care of this. And so I, I was buying health food books and trying to read through them but on a way up to Whistler for a weekend vacation I realized I left my books at home and so I asked him to just stop at stop at Barnes and Noble and and he said uh, oh I I hate stopping at Barnes and Noble you take hours in there (laughs) so I I told a little white lie and I said um, well I know exactly what book I want what (laughs) what yeah (laughs) it's down this one aisle it's over here somewhere (laughs) I know exactly the name of it I just can't think of it right now yeah even if you did yeah, yeah but even if you do know the name of right. that, who can go in there and not look around? I know. It's I like know. eating what? Potato chips. Exactly. <laughs> you just can't have just one. You've got to keep going for the whole bag. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, you know, I convinced him to stop. But what he said was, he said, I don't want to hit traffic in Vancouver. I'm going to pull up. You will jump out, and I'm not even going to park. <laughs> oh. Talking wrong. 
Yeah, tuck and roll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, I love it. And then he finally goes in and finds Sarah in the fetal position in the right. self-help <laughs> section of the store. <laughs> yeah, with my therapist on speed dial, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did. I ran into the health food section. I did not look at any of the books. I just looked at the spines of all the books and looking for something that didn't seem too crazy. I mean, for me, I thought like Atkins at the time was really popular. I thought that was yes. kind of crazy because... It was, to, though. It was very popular. It I, was very popular, but, you know, I think anyone who's, you know, been reading magazines, even popular women's magazines, knows that for years they've been saying, you know, fat is bad, cholesterol is bad, you know, watch out for these, you know, salty things. So when he's saying, oh, don't eat fruits and vegetables, they have too many carbs, just go to McDonald's and get a Big Mac and take the bun off. To me, that seemed crazy. Yeah. So I was looking for something that seemed moderate, and I came across this title on the spine of a book that was called Diet for a New America. And I thought, oh, that sounds that sounds familiar. That sounds like an old classic. And I pulled it off, and the front cover said, you know, New York Times bestseller. And I ran and I bought it. Little did I know, Dr. Pat, what I was getting myself into, because this was not a book about how to lose weight at all. Right. It was a book about animal factory farms, how our food choices affect the environment. Exactly. Which I didn't care about at all back then, but now I really do. Right. Actually, wasn't that book sort of a pioneerish, futuristic at the time? At the time, I'm trying it to remember. Was. Yeah, because... It, I don't know what year you you looked at it, but I think it 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 took a little bit to get to the best selling list. But mm -hmm. once it did, it was really some scary things. Yeah, and, and you know what I really like about it? I have a background in clinical research, mm -hmm. and so. When I hear a statistic, the first thing I look for is a reference. And then I don't just stop at the reference and say, okay, they have a reference. I look and see, is that reference from a well-reputed journal or is it from, you know, some kind of... Oh, you're like me right? then. Yeah. And I'll often look it up online too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he made some outlandish, what I yes. felt were outlandish claims. They really thought, were. Wow, this can't possibly be true. You know, how could it possibly be that dairy products are contributing to osteoporosis? That's crazy. But I would look up the references and it would say, New England Journal of Medicine, you know, one of the hardest med medical journals to get published in, Journal of the American Medical Association, all of these top journals, and I would say, I still don't believe it, you know, and I'd get on Medline and I'd look up the actual articles and read them, and sure enough, he was groundbreaking. He's absolutely correct in all of his claims as far as I can tell, so that book literally changed my life, and, and I was one of those people that before I went vegan, my four food groups were Swiss, Havarti, Cheddar, and Chocolate. Right. I mean, <laughs> I was just an absolute cheeseaholic, dairyaholic. You know, macaroni and cheese has always been my favorite. Right. I, I gave all that up overnight. So what did your husband think, if I might ask? Good question, because my husband... Because I'm sure that you didn't really, you know, like, do that until you finished the book or whatever. I, I literally read the book in 24 hours. I couldn't Did put you? it down, and oh, okay. I was crying, and I kept, you know, opening oh. up and going, look at this picture, listen to this statistic, and he kind of, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. My husband is a physician. He's very science-minded and very mm. skeptical and very mainstream. <laughs> he doesn't like to be on the fringe. And uh, so when I finished the book, I closed it, and I had tears streaming down my face, and I just said, honey, I said, I'm going vegan. <gasps> And he looks at me and he goes, okay, babe, well, I'll tell you what, you know, I think you'll probably have fun with it for a little while, but long term, it's just not going to work. You're not going to get protein, calcium, trust me, I'm a doctor, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, next thing, you know, I said, no, the book talks about all these things. You really do. You get plenty of protein on a vegan diet, plenty of calcium. And we kept having these little, yeah, but, well, this, yeah, but, well, that. And finally, he says, well, you know what, you just, I'll, I'll, to be honest, you, 
next week you're going to be turning into some like liberal left wing well, Birkenstock wearing <laughs> dreadlock. Ooh, toy. I don't know. be knocking Birkenstocks. Now. I, know, I know. I have a pair. See, well, there. Let's see what happens. Before I went vegan, yeah, but he was just really concerned that it was really fringe, far off the left wing, and just thought it was going to be really weird and not healthy. And I just said to him, "Look, this is about the smartest thing I ever said because I'm not one of those people who thinks quickly on my feet." <laughs> um, I said, "Look." I can't remember all the details about protein and calcium and everything else because I just read this whole book. But you read the book, and when you're done, I will argue any of these points with you you want to argue. Well, let's hold that thought for when mm. we come back. Because yep. I... I'm thinking we should have got him in here with you next time, maybe. Don't you think? <laughs> well, I would love to do he said, she said. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, my very special guest today, Sarah Taylor. We actually have a couple of copies of the book to give out. TheVeganNextDoor.com is the website. We'll be right back. To the party like you were walking onto a yacht. Your hat's strategically dipped are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, and I am here with Becky Miller from Kent, who is a another successful client of Positive Changes. Becky, how much weight have you lost since coming to Positive Changes? I've lost 65 pounds. How does that make you feel? It put me back in control. I had no deprivation. If I really wanted something to eat, I would take a couple bites and push the rest away. Was it easy to lose the weight? It was really easy. It made me make better food choices. I didn't give up anything. I think I will really keep this weight off forever losing the 65 pounds affected your health. My cholesterol is lower. I'm off my blood pressure medication. My knees don't hurt anymore. My back doesn't hurt. I feel awesome. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aquamantra believes you are, which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky Water at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you, lucky for our planet. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Optimize your breast cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive, and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. 
using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. You know, if you go to Sarah's website, I don't know if you went there, Benny, but if you try to get it on your computer over there. Uh, the veganextdoor.com. It's a really, I, I, there's something about her website that's really cool. It's very inviting. When you go to the veganextdoor.com, you take a look at it, you know, there's all of this lightness. The fruit and the vegetables look yummy. I'm wishing I had a few grapes right now. And I, I left my apple in the car, actually. Um, and, and the conversation is different. You know, we have uh, opinions about what it means to go vegan. We actually have opinions about what it means to go organic um as we do with people that eat a lot of meat i mean you know we have opinions about the uh the people that order the pizza with all the meat on it right uh it's funny. That's what i had last night but you are sharing <laughs> sorry, your story you know, but i like meat. you're sharing your story and your journey so your husband now mm-hmm. right yeah, he... He's got, like, his hands full. Oh, he definitely had his hands... Well, he had his hands full from the day he met me. Exactly. I could see that. <laughs> but, yeah, I said to him as, as I, uh, you know, handed him this book, I said, you read this book, and when you're done, I will argue any point of it you want to argue. Cool. And he, again, he's very skeptical, science-minded, everything else. And he said, fine, I'll do that. That's fair. He put his book down. He picked up... Diet for a New America um, by John Robbins. By the way, that's the son of Baskin Robbins, which is very interesting. That's very interesting, isn't yeah. it? And he read that book in two days, and he put it down, and he said, all right, I'm in. It was, it was that compelling, even to someone like him. Now, I will say, uh, you know, if you know my husband, you're going, uh-uh-uh, because he will uh, be the first person to grab a Mrs. Fields chocolate chip cookie or something. So he's really vegetarian. He didn't go fully vegan, but he's darn close. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us the difference between vegetarian and vegan, and I think this is a great place to start the conversation, um, you know, because I think there are changes that people can make, you know, to go from sort of what your husband was kind of living and doing eat to vegetarian requires mm-hmm. some kind of change mm-hmm. and then for you to go from you know the cheese and chocolate to going vegan not everybody can do it what's the difference between quote vegetarian and vegan for a lot of people that may not know well that's a great question uh a true vegetarian, we, there's a lot of different definitions of I know vegetarian. I know. Believe I, me. Yeah, I've heard I a it. lot of them. I love it. Oh, I'm vegetarian. I just eat a little bit of chicken and, and fish. And I have a friend that says that. It's well, cool. I used to say that. Yeah. I thought it was cool and hip, and, and I used to say that. Um, a true vegetarian doesn't eat any kind of flesh at all. Right. Meaning not only no red meat, but no poultry or fowl, no fish, no shellfish. Uh, right. And how about eggs? A true vegetarian, not a vegan, but a vegetarian, usually does eat eggs and dairy. Exactly. I, that's what I thought the real, you know, kind of the dividing point is right there. Right. It's with the dairy and the, uh, yeah. Right. 
And a vegan, on the other hand, not only do they not eat any kind of flesh, but they don't eat any products that come from animals. And that's the sticking point for a lot of people because that does mean... Give me an example or give us an example. Butter, eggs, cheese, ice cream, milk chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Milk products. There are a lot of things that come from animals that you don't necessarily think about. You you pick up a piece of bread and you think, oh, this has got to be vegan. There's no cows or chickens in here, but there might be eggs in it or butter. Right. So you have to be pretty diligent when you first go vegan to learn where all the, the hidden animal ingredients are. Um, you know, for you, what has changed? I mean, let's just talk about this. And I have a friend that's been vegan for, wow, 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for her, you know, if I go back in time, going vegan 20 plus years ago, Mm -hmm. it was really not like it is today. I mean, now you can go down and get yourself some coconut bliss ice cream, okay? Right? I know, I'm saying that. Right? Even the coconut bliss chocolate. Right? They're decadent chocolate. But that didn't exist, I don't even think, 10 years ago. So this has been a journey for people. Right. Yeah, back then it must have been not only extremely fringe, but very hard to do because there weren't a lot of vegan products. And now they're ubiquitous. They're... Yes. Almost all over the place. So there's also confusion. I want to ask you about it. And I just had this debate the other day with someone between vegan and raw. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Okay. Raw foodists, many people are surprised to hear this. Okay, obviously, you can guess by the name, raw foodists eat all raw foods. So they don't cook their foods. I think it's above like 118 degrees because they feel the nutrients are lost. The interesting thing that most people don't realize is that not all raw foodists are vegan. That's right. Many will eat raw meat or um, or especially raw fish. Exactly. Like sushi. Right. So there is a difference. And those, I mean, is there sort of a continuum, a health continuum, so to speak? Meaning, I'm sure that you must believe your husband is a lot healthier, correct? Yeah, he was pretty healthy before, but yeah, I do. I do. In fact, what I'll say, and I think I would challenge your listeners to really think about this, is a lot of people will say, well, you know, I've, I've never really had a weight problem, and, and I'm, I'm fine. But I really think that if you could look inside your body, like you can look in a mirror and see what you look like on the outside. If you could look on the inside and see the state of your organs and your vessels, your blood, you know, is it all clean and clear and flowing and happy, or is it all sludgy and diseased? I mean, I think if people could see inside their body, They wouldn't necessarily care so much about what they look like on the outside. They'd really start taking really good care of the insides through their health. You know, and the other part of the situation is when Robbins wrote that book, Mm -hmm. you know, the situation wasn't near as bad as it is now. Right. Um, You know, now what we're talking about is we're talking about hormone-fed uh, animals and and just incredibly awful treatment of animals, period. Yeah. Um, and so it really has gotten worse, so to speak, if anything. Yeah. I think the treatment of animals is just, I don't, you know, they, they claim, oh, we've made strides and McDonald's, you know, is forcing the chicken industry to have fewer chickens per cage. Well, it used to be that like in a, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing at these numbers, so don't quote me, but something like a three by three foot cage used to have nine chickens in it. Well, now it can only have five, you know. So I ask you, would you like to live in a, in a in an elevator with five people your entire life and never get out, never stretch your legs, live on wire cage, defecate all over each other? The people on the elevator above you, their defecations falling through the wires onto you. I mean, it's just this horrible situation. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's it's insane. And we're actually better, quote, and more humane than now other countries that are starting to produce food and food products. 
that's probably true of mm-hmm. some countries. I know Europe is far ahead of us mm-hmm. in humane treatment of animals. Yes, that's true, too. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, the folks in Europe and Japan, by the way, they will not even take the standard of food that we produce in this country. That's did true. you know that? I that did they, know that. Yeah. They actually, like companies like Kraft and, you know, these big, well, you know. I'm not going to name them. You know who they are. (laughs) They actually have to have a different standard of food that they export. Yeah, isn't that shocking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we it's don't true, get the though. same quality of yes. food that those same companies And are organics plays a big part. I wanted to ask you, you, you know, vegan doesn't necessarily mean organic, but almost mm-hmm. every, almost everyone that I know um, that is on a vegan diet is really acutely aware of how important organic food mm-hmm. is. What's mm-hmm. your perception on that? What do you, what, what is your, you know? What do you do? I, I really try to shoot for as much organic as possible. And many people have heard that there are certain foods, usually the ones that don't yeah. have thick skins that are right. even more important to avoid pesticides. And yeah, like, like a that. grape. Yeah, grape you definitely <laughs> would prefer to get organic. Um, I think that there's... Other than health, there's another aspect, too, to think about, and that's environment. Organic Mm -hmm. farming practices are so much better for our environment. So between the health aspect of it and the environmental aspect of it, I I always try to go organic. And for people who say, wow, it's so expensive, I just can't afford it, I I always, can I I plug a company here? Yeah. Okay. Go to Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. Well, we talk about Trader Joe's. Yeah. I I get a bag of organic spinach at Trader Joe's less expensively than I get a regular bag of spinach at another big chain that I won't say. Well, it it really is true, but you want to even take it one step further. If you go out of the health food store Mm -hmm. and you go to a regular conventional grocery store, Mm -hmm. These, these products are even m- more expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Also, if you can go to the local farmer's markets. They're perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're noticing. Um, one of the things that I did want to talk to you about, and we're going to give away copies of the book. For those of you out there, if you have any questions for Sarah Taylor, my very special guest today, why don't you give us a call? And actually, we're going to give away a couple copies of the book. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to get your questions, get your comments and give away a copy of the book. Uh, When we come back from break, we're going to talk about what it means to know the basics. And then where do you go from there? Can you go on certain cleanses? What are they? What will they do for you? Uh, And what is it that, um, you know, what is it that Sarah feels is probably the most challenging aspect of her life and and what it means to, to be vegan? You can go to her website, and I would encourage you to do that. And as I said before, when you get there it's like an all happy website it's like got a happy it's got this happy vibe to it right and it's like the grapes i'm like dying to have like the grapes on her website uh go to the vegan next the and yes 1-800-930-2819 we've got two copies of the book to give away we're going to take a short break and when we come back we'll be back with the dr pat show and my very special guest today sarah taylor we'll be right back Carnivorous habits Made in nearly seven and eight Losing weight without speed Eating sunflower seeds Drinking lots of carrot juice And soaking up a race But it's not Living your 
life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. How come you're so happy? Because I know I'm lucky. I'm never lucky. Well, you can be. Whatever you tell yourself, you become. That's why I drink Aqua Mantra. Aqua Mantra? Yeah, it's a delicious spring water that has a mantra on the bottle. I just think I am lucky when I drink it. And lucky things have been happening for me. What are you talking about? Seriously, I went on this camping trip with my friends and was pretty bummed about losing my job. My friend gave me a bottle of this I am lucky water. I focused on saying I am lucky with every sip. And when I got home, I got a call about a job opening that was perfect for me. Sounds crazy, but it totally works. So where can I get some? I buy it online at aquamantra.com forward slash I am lucky. Join their newsletter and you'll get 10% off. So I'm lucky already? Yeah. The coolest part is Aquamantra is the first company to put their water in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for me and the planet. Lucky for me we had this conversation. You don't need luck. You create it. Check out aquamantra.com forward slash I am lucky to generate your luck today. Are you tired of just surviving? Would you like to learn how to thrive? Make 2010 the start of a whole new you. Take charge by enrolling in your own personal boot camp offered by Sharon Roy of Raising Grace Coaching. In just 28 days, you will learn how to rise above your emotions and follow your heart to a life of peace, joy, and purpose. You will tap the power of your own imagination and higher wisdom to create emotional breakthrough strategies that work for you. Start thriving today. Visit RaisingGrace.com or call 401-588-1799. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so uh, are these questions for me or over here on the little question sheet? I think I do have a question. Uh, probably. Valerie, is this uh, Should I just cr- crank those questions up? Oh, 
We're asking if there's questions on the board here for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That'd be a yes. Ah, okay. Good. All right. Good. We got the callers calling with questions. Great. So what I want to do is, uh, first of all, Sarah Taylor is joining us here today. What, she's going to be like, you know, like give me. She's going to give me the vegan challenge here in a minute because one of the things I, I asked her, I said, you know, some people think it's really difficult to go cold turkey, uh, and, you know, with the like today here I'm doing what I'm doing, and then I go vegan, and honestly, I'm pretty much closer to your husband. Mm-hmm. than I am to where I was 10 years ago. But I cannot imagine giving up my Greek God's yogurt, my Greek <laughs> God's honey yogurt. I'm, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got to have my little apple and my little pineapple with that and my, my Greek God's yogurt. Oh, my I'm gosh. I'm sorry. My mom is stuck on this Greek yogurt, too. And she I know she's got to be listening, and she's just going, got to be laughing right now so hard. See, I told you, Sarah. I told you. <laughs> Here's it would I be will... a tough one for me, Sarah. Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a couple of thoughts on all that. All right, all right. The first thought is um, if, it, if you're just worried about health, for those people who are just thinking about their health and um, thinking about a vegan diet, if you have... No dairy, but the occasional Greek god yogurt. Exactly. You're not exactly. going to feel over dead. Exactly. Right. Um, if you're having several servings of dairy a day, I think that's really bad for your health. What Worse would be like meat. another serving of dairy? Give me like, help oh. me out with this because I, I don't really live close to that that border. Okay. What, what, cheese what are, is a big one. Oh, cheese yeah, is okay. everything. All right. All right. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> you're done right there. Yeah. I didn't think about cheese. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Gosh, there was another point I was going to make about uh, the yogurt. Oh, you know, one of the things that people often say to me, and they believe fervently, and I believed it fervently, too, was, oh, I don't know how you're vegan. I could never, ever do that. I can never give up fill-in-the-blank. Usually it's cheese. Um, and what I would say to that is I would challenge that and say, you know, like I, I, I joke around when I say my four food groups were Swiss Havarti, cheddar, and chocolate. But no, I totally get that. Truly. I mean, when I, the minute I, grad, I left high school and, and went to college and was on my own, every meal was cheese or frozen yogurt, chocolate. It was all dairy. I love dairy. And I never in a million years could have considered that I would be able to give up dairy products, much less go fully vegan overnight. And the way it happened, and this is the first chapter of my book, is it's, this is true of anything in life, not just going vegan. If you do not have the proper motivation, you will not be successful in that right. endeavor. So you might want to give up smoking, and you might want to and want to and want to, and your daughter says, please give up smoking. I don't want you to die. And you're like, gosh, I really want to give it up. But even for that, I can't. And then one day the doctor says, you have a mass on your lung. Mm. And bam, you could quit overnight. I have a neighbor that did that. Um, that's what happened for me. I read this book that was so compelling, Diet for a New America. Uh, by John Robbins, and it was literally so compelling, especially as someone who loves animals. I love animals. I literally could not read that book and ignore what I'd read and then Mm -hmm. pick up, you know, an ice cream bar the next day. I literally couldn't do it. And I think that's really kind of the conversation that people have. I know my journey was a little bit different in that, you know, I have, uh, there were some health issues that, that, you know, shown up, you know, shown up overnight almost, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we know they don't show up overnight. And I just happened to have a really cool, you know, doctor from this area, a naturopath. And, you know, once you get into the realm with a naturopath and they start to figure out what makes your body strong and what makes your body weak, Mm -hmm. then almost everything that you used to eat goes away. It's true. Right. Uh, And I was just saying to you that dairy is not something that I have in my life on a regular basis. 
Right? No, I don't do cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember the last egg I've had, although I don't really, maybe, oh yeah, I think I had, I think I had an egg over the weekend. But it, honestly, it's like that. And, uh, and then the yogurt, of course. Mm-hmm. So the question then becomes for people, what do you eat, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. This is uh, one of the... I love this question because I think it surprises people. When I had to cut out all these things, you know, meat, poultry, fish, shellfish, cheese, you know, ice cream, all these things, you're left with, oh, well, what are you going to eat? And I'll tell you what, my life has become so much better because, for two reasons. One is that I don't have to think about food as often anymore. There, I eat fruits, vegetables, beans, grains, nuts, and seeds. Mm-hmm. So life becomes a lot simpler, but there's so much you can do with those ingredients. I mean, vegetables are boundless, right? Yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you can do. So um, not only did that part change my life, but if there are any people out there who have ever struggled with, I don't really know what it's technically called. There's got to be some kind of psychological name for this now, but food obsessions. Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have eaten that last night. I'm going to be better today. Oh gosh, I can't believe I've already blown it's it It's called today. addiction. <laughs> it's, it actually is. It's called food addiction. Yeah. Which is pretty common, actually. Yeah. And you know, when I was a kid, I ate when I was hungry and I quit eating when I was full. And then somewhere along the way, I was probably trying to fit into a size four or something crazy. And all of a sudden... All throughout college and after college, it, I was, you know, obsessed about what I shouldn't have eaten, what I was going to eat or not eat that day. It was crazy. And all of that went away when I went vegan. I mean, you can eat, I tell people this, you can eat pretty much all the fruits, vegetables, beans, and grains you want in almost unlimited quantities and stay thin. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting question. Uh, we've got a... a, a a bunch of questions coming into the show. One of them is, um, and I can't read the whole question because I think we've scrolled up a little bit. Um, maybe Benny can help me out. I guess someone was calling in from Redmond asking about supplements, and she said most supplements have animal products in them. It was Mary from Redmond. Okay. Yeah. And do I have the whole question? Uh, yes. Yeah, she was uh, qu- uh, asking about how do you uh, how do you approach supplements on a vegan diet, like exactly. adding them in. Yeah. Mary, mm-hmm. great question. Isn't that a good one? <laughs> I laugh because there are there are things like that i mean even in pharmaceuticals yeah uh, they have like pork and stuff in oh them. it's crazy i know I, you know I, I would laugh at this um and mary you'll probably get a chuckle out of this as well because you would think as a vegan oh well she's a vegan author she must do this perfectly i don't do it perfectly and here's a great example oh, i'm so relieved yeah <laughs> <laughs> um many people who have looked into the vegan diet know that that the only um the only vitamin that doesn't come naturally in a vegan diet is vitamin B12. And the reason why is because B12, it's not that it's inherent in animals and not in vegetables, and right. therefore we should be eating animal products. It's actually inherent in bacteria that's found in the soil. And so, you know, many years ago, before the advent of all this washing of the vegetables so cleanly and everything, maybe 100, 200 years ago, our vegetables still had trace amounts of dirt in it and everything, and we only need tiny amounts of B12. So back then it wasn't a problem if you weren't eating animal products. Now, the main way, since we clean our vegetables so carefully is to eat animal flesh. Well, there's a good reason we're cleaning them, Sarah. Yeah, Yeah. Have you ever seen a spray? (laughs) Honestly, have you ever gone to a farm, a regular traditional Mm -hmm. big company uh, making the thing, tomato sauce farm? Yeah. Have you ever looked at a tomato? Oh, they're scary. (laughs) Have you ever driven down I-90 toward eastern Washington and see them spraying the chemicals? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'll tell you another story about that. (laughs) But for you, though, I mean, 
we have yeah. to really look at vitamins. Well, you, you really don't. And this is, you know, I just finished this certificate in plant-based nutrition from uh-huh. Cornell. And there's a whole section on supplements that this is where my funny story comes in. You know, really... If you're eating potato chips and hamburgers and things like that, you will be nutrient deficient because the vast majority of micronutrients, which mm-hmm. are vitamins and minerals, all come from, from plants. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating a huge plant-based diet, you shouldn't really have to be thinking much about supplements unless you're known to be deficient in something. The The one exception is B12 because that comes from the soil, right. which the cows eat, and then, okay, that's how you get it if you eat a normal diet. Um, we were challenged in our class to look at any supplements we were taking and really research them well and look at the specific brand we were using and everything. And when, you know, I turned around my brand of B12 and one of the first, um, first products in it was lactic acid from milk. That's right. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, all these years <laughs> I haven't really been vegan. <laughs> I wrote a book on the vegan diet. I'm having a little dose of milk every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, let's go to the phones. I think we have a caller right Yeah, think? we have Jeanette calling in from Seattle. It's uh, a great she's question. Kind of in a similar situation that you were, Sarah, in the very beginning. You know, her husband will not convert, mm. but maybe some uh, helpful hints or some pointers for her. Oh, so let's yeah. bring her on and see if we can help great. her out. Jeanette, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Um, actually, I did the same thing you did. I read uh, Diet for a New America back in the um, early 90s and went vegetarian. And mm. then my daughter and I went vegan about three years ago. Wow. And I kind of danced back and forth on it, but it's, it's actually not my husband, but it's a new uh, partner um, who I expect to be permanent in my life and just does not get a grip on it. That's a great, a great question. It is. It really is. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I get that question all the time about what do you do if someone important right. in your life, a spouse or significant other, right. uh, does not want to go along. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the answer that I would give, and this is just partly my personal philosophy. My personal philosophy is generally live and let live. You know, if somebody uh-huh. really does not want to um, get involved in this in any way, I would not force them to. But what I would do, and this is what I did with the people really important to me in my life, and, and it worked with some and it didn't work with others. Um, when I first went vegan, it was in October. And so for Christmas that year, all the people really close to me, there's maybe eight or ten people, they all got a copy of, of Diet for New America for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I said in the card... You know, I, I'm not giving you this book in an attempt to turn you into a vegan. I'm giving you this book because I really hope that you'll read it so you understand why I'm going vegan. And okay. just out of respect for, for me and my beliefs, I'm just going to ask you to read this, and I'm not going to force you. I just hope you will. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, um, I think all but two read it. And the two that didn't read it um, still love to give me a hard time and love to tell <laughs> me, oh, I'm eating a cheeseburger. What are you doing? You know? Uh, <laughs> but all the other ones, um, I can't say anyone really went vegan. My husband went vegetarian. Actually, one good friend did go vegan. I've had a few go vegetarian, but they all respect what I'm doing. Uh-huh. They greatly respect it, even if they didn't choose to do it themselves. So that might yeah. be a, pr- a tactic that you might take. Okay. It's not that he doesn't respect it. It's just that I, can, I get concerned because some of the garbage that he eats. And, yeah. and he will eat. He'll let me make meals occasionally and eat them, but then he says he's still hungry. So. Mm. Well, you know, that's an interesting place because I had to do something uh, similar with... Uh, my best friend on the East Coast is listening to the show right now, I would bet. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you have to cook. And you have to cook uh-huh. in a way that they get it. I mean, I don't think I've ever cooked sort of, quote, vegetarian that wasn't just absolutely all over the plate. You know, everything from brown uh-huh. rice to uh, tahini to, I, I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things you could do with recipes, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, I have I have a friend. This is kind of a funny story if Tam's listening. Uh, her husband, whenever he comes over for dinner, he apparently, I didn't know this for a long time, but when she got to know me well, she said, oh, he's he's uh, going to McDonald's after we have dinner at your house. <laughs> he's still hungry. So I started making really hearty soups and stews. And yeah. And Jeanette, things. stay on the line and you can finish up with Sarah. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with Sarah Taylor and the Dr. Pat Show. your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want, tap into unlimited possibilities, and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Shirley, still feisty and fabulous after all these years. Joe Dispenza, the most recognized visionary in the hit movie, What the Bleep. Reverend Carlton Pearson, the fundamental evangelical Pentecostal bishop who said to hell with hell. Robert Holden, Britain's get happy guru with a feel good philosophy that will make your heart smile. Three men and a lady. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. That's B-E-L-L-A spark.com. Buy series tickets for the men and get $10 off the lady. Don't miss Shirley MacLaine and three extraordinary men. Visit bellaspark.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Sarah Taylor joining us. The book is Vegan in 30 Days, and it's available pretty much everywhere, right, Sarah? Yep. Um, and, but if you go to the website, theveganextdoor.com, theveganextdoor.com, you know, um, you're going to be able to get some recipes. There is a lot of resources on the website um, and, and things for people to learn. Um, so you can really kind of take a look at some of the articles, some of the other links that Sarah has there. Um, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Totally I'm so fun. glad you came in. Um, what I wanted to talk about is some of the other things you have in, in, and you talk about in the book that I find to be important um when you make the transition i I think emotionally it's probably easier to make than when you actually implement the change Mm. and there are so many things that you don't think about i mean you don't think oh my gosh now i'm cutting up vegetables what does that look like so what advice do you have for people that are making this transition because i think all of us get gung-ho but we don't realize not only is this a different way of eating it's a different way of cooking yeah it really is i'm glad you brought that up because when i first went vegan like you said oh emotionally i just made that switch overnight damn yep i said i cannot you know be part of of this whole system that's causing so much suffering and devastation and everything else so emotionally i shocking no one more so than myself i switched that overnight but i didn't really know how to cook very well anyway and so to cook vegan all i knew how to make were two things i knew how to make a green salad (laughs) (laughs) and i just left the cheese off and uh, I knew how to make bruschetta. That was it. That's all I ate for two weeks. And then I realized, well, wow, I'm losing a lot of weight, but um, I'm getting a little bit bored of this. I need to change some things up. And I recognized early on that I would have to really... Um, learn some new things and make some pretty big changes and invest some time and energy in this if I was going to make it work. So in my book, one of the things I do talk about is that once you make the decision to go vegan, recognize that once you've once you've done it and you've been doing it for a few months it's actually for me far easier than eating a meat-based diet Mm -hmm. far easier you know less things to worry about no salmonella on your countertops you know all kinds of things like that Um, however to get through that first learning curve you're going to have to really learn you know learn new recipes learn how to cook with substitutes try those different substitutes you know we talk about giving up dairy and things like that giving up meats if you like to have your meat pizzas like benny does okay i can give him some phenomenal vegan pepperoni and vegan sausage and that type of thing um not that i think you'd want to live off that but there are so many great things that you just need to learn and and you do that the first few months you go vegan so really kind of learning how to cook in the kitchen learning how to find recipes you like trying new products you like and so forth well, and you know, and I think part of it is um, getting into a routine that allows you to prepare in advance, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, this was something that I learned about, you know, how to cook. When you're cooking day to day, you cook day to day. You're like, oh, let's, we're going to have this, and you bring it out and you cook it. But you can actually do a lot of prep work in advance. I love doing that. In fact, yesterday I just made this massive pot of African bean stew, which I love. Really hearty for um, Jeanette, who just called in. Really hearty stew, and I put it with crusty bread. I doubled the recipe, which was already a big recipe, and I froze a huge pile of it so that, you know, when I'm in a hurry and I don't feel like cooking or I don't have time to cook, I've got plenty of things in my freezer. Well, let's talk about bread because, you know, you're talking about crusty bread, which mm. is not really, you know, what, I mean, if you go to bread, there are some breads that have dairy, mm-hmm. right? So yep. we have to, 
you know, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, because so many of us love our bread, and I'm certainly one of them. Um, my rule of thumb as a vegan is that I generally, when, again, when you're new, you have to start looking at labels and saying, well, I never really thought that would have egg in it. But exactly. It yeah, so you start learning this stuff. And most bread that you would find, like, like you know, French loaves, that type of thing, most of it will not have dairy in it, but certainly a good percentage of it does. Not probably half, but a, a decent percentage. So um, a couple of rules of thumb, like if you're out at a restaurant, if they serve rye bread or sourdough, those are two types of bread that, that I've never heard of ever having dairy. It's just the recipe. It doesn't call for it. Right. Um, and rye is really good. <laughs> yeah, I love sourdough. I, I go to yeah. San Francisco a lot for work. So um, yeah, so if they're serving that, you're great. You're good to go. Um, you know, otherwise check check um, the ingredient list on the back and and see what's in it, and you'll start to notice after a while. You'll start. I, I can practically look at bread now and tell you if it's going to have egg in it. So you know, this is really sort of a whole wide range of things. Now people can then introduce into their lives. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really a great experiment, so to speak, and can be so fun. What, what's your favorite recipe? You know. Um, Sounds like we're I, coming over for stew, though, later. I know. I know that stew is really good. This time of year, that's got to be my favorite. In the summertime, I have a recipe in my book for uh, vegetable ceviche. So um, if you've ever had, you know, a true ceviche is yes. normally a, fish, a yeah. fish product. But this has a lot of lime juice in it, so it tastes a lot like the, the sauce that you would have fish ceviche with, but it's all chopped up and diced vegetables. It's delicious. Every time I serve it, everyone stops. Oh, where's the recipe for that? Uh, exactly. You know, so uh, th this is for those of you that are just tuning in. Sarah Taylor is joining us here today. Vegan in 30 Days is the book. And the website is theveganextdoor.com. There's a lot of information in, in the book. And so you mentioned eating in restaurants. I would say for a lot of people, that's a toughie. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it's a toughie when you start, and then just like cooking for yourself, I find that it's actually a lot easier once you get used to the vegan diet, once you know what to look out for. For example, pasta. Well, penne pasta almost always is just durum semolina. It's just white, right. white flour, basically. Right. And if you go gluten-free, in a lot of the gluten-free gluten pastas, they're like either rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, Whereas like fettuccine, right. you start finding out, well, fettuccine almost always has egg in it. Exactly. So you start learning some of this stuff, and uh, when I, I guess the one thing about being vegan is if you do eat out a lot or you go to friends houses and things you just have to learn to speak up and not be a wallflower and just say hey you know I, i'm sorry i always this is my favorite line hey i've got good news and bad news i tell the waiter and they say oh, okay i say the bad news is that i'm vegan and i'll go oh uh okay uh what is that and i said well here's what it is here's the good news i'm not picky um I'm, i've never been a huge picky eater i'm just picky in the sense that it has to be vegan and i'll tell you what especially in better restaurants yes oh my gosh those chefs they love a challenge and it's yes. like Iron, Iron Chef or whatever it is on I TV. Know, yeah. I saw that one. I saw that one with the whole vegan thing. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Natalie, Port, uh, Natalie Portman, mm -hmm. I think, is vegan. Yes, mm -hmm. she is. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of celebrities now. Yes. Ellen DeGeneres and so forth. Ellen must have went recently. Yes, yeah, she went, I think, about a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. Right, when she, probably before she knew she'd be tested on American Idol. Let's see if she could keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah, for joining us here Thank today. So what much, a Dr. great Pat. show. It's a really fun. It's totally fun. And what would be your personal message for folks? What do you want to leave them with today? 
That's a great question. You know, if I could if I could leave a message with kind of the average American that might be listening, I would say open your mind. You know, really open your mind and don't believe everything you're taught. And if you if you want to learn more about this type of a diet, read Diet for a New America to start and see if that doesn't really kind of shake up some of the things you've been taught growing up. And the other thing is you could really eat deliciously. Yeah. That's a myth that you can't. That's true. That's exactly. true. Wow. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us here today. For all of you tuning in, I want to make sure that you know the website, The Vegan Next Door. Uh, and now I'm looking at like an avocado. It's got to be one of my favorite foods. TheVeganNextDoor.com is the website. Go to the resource section. Go to the recipe section. There's lots of information on here. Everything from soups to sauces to appetizers to side dishes to main dishes and, of course, desserts. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. My website is www.thedrpatshow.com or simply go drpatlive.com. We'll see you next time, everyone.